early on when I first started, I read Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary Keller. And he says that the successful agents never stop, right? right? Unsuccessful agents, they do prospecting, then they get the lead, so they stop prospecting, and they just keep going. Then when they close the deal, they're all happy, but they're like, I don't have anybody anymore in my pipeline. So I was like, I'm not gonna stop posting. There's gonna be some guy like me that comes in, these short, sexy, fun videos showing houses, and then they're, they're gonna be like, hey, thanks for those educational videos, but this is way more exciting, and this is the home yeah. I wanna see. Anybody can do what I do. Aren't you worried about competition, even in your own market? Out of 100 people, I literally can show exactly what I do. Two of them will actually do it consistently to get the result. On this episode, we had Tyler Haseman. He shares how in two short years, he built a real estate business and how he did that through video walkthrough tours. If you stick through the episode, you'll actually see some tips and tricks he shares to make your own videos a success too. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Light It Up podcast. If you're new to the channel and if you wanna know everything about making money in real estate, selling, sales skills, building your business or investing, then subscribe below, tap the bell for notifications so you can be the first to know what makes our great guests so successful. And we get calls and emails every single day from people just like you wanting to learn more, and we absolutely love it. Now, whether you're in the business looking to grow or curious about real estate in general, give us a call, shoot us a text, and uh, we're happy to help. All right, let's jump into it. So today we have with us Tyler Hassman. Tyler, thank you so much for being here, man. Thank you guys for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Tyler? Who's Tyler Hassman? Yes. So... uh, in short, I am a 26-year-old real estate content creator. I make real estate videos and real estate agent based out of Alberta, Canada, specifically Calgary. And I now spend a lot of my time traveling around, filming properties, speaking at events, filming luxury properties, filming you know some $100,000 properties, low-end properties, and uh, really just having fun tuning around. And I also have a good crew of agents that I work with closely here in Calgary that do all the sales. So I'm kind of running around just filming, selling homes and having a good time. Awesome, man. That's pretty exciting. Right before we started filming today, I was telling Tyler, I'm like, I'm so happy you wore that hat because obviously that's your, that's your staple, man. That's <laughs> in, all, in all your your reels and videos that I've seen, the hat is a huge part of it. I wish I could pull off that hat. So, Love it. All right, let's jump into lightning round. John, you want to kick it off? All right, so here goes. Let's start with this one. Tyler, what was the hardest decision you ever had to make? Ooh, hardest decision was uh, when I first got my license a year and a half ago of should I become a real estate agent or what should I do with my life after a massive business failure? Mm. Tell what us was, a little bit more about that. Yeah, the business failure. We don't, all, this, yes. all this good shit that people talk about, they come on here, all the success <laughs> stories, that stuff's, you know, we can hear that every day. <laughs> Oh yeah. So like leading up, like uh, I've only been agent since September of 2021. And before that was a a full-time real estate investor, multifamily properties, vacation rentals all over Canada, United States, and then had some projects in Costa Rica, including a hotel. And then COVID hit, we absolutely lost everything. It was devastating. Like everything was like more than what we've ever had. And then when we were back in Canada, trying to get things going again during COVID, we had some more uh, vacation rentals and different properties come up also failed so it was like back-to-back failure so at like 24 25 years old yeah i'm here like all this debt not knowing what's going on 
had crazy good success in my life and then massive failure and was like, what do I do with my life? And uh, it was really tough to be like, what should I do? But as bad as that was, it was also like, hey, I get to restart. I'm glad this wasn't when I was, you know, way later on in life. You know, I'm glad right. I'm early on. So I was grateful for that and was like, do I continue doing this or do I try something else or do I become an agent? I wasn't sure. Um, it was really hard to make that decision to like wrap up what I was doing previously and just be like, screw it, going to become an agent, make money, pay back the debts and get out of this hole. So yeah. it was a tough decision, but I mean, the best one I made so far. Awesome. I love that. All right. I can't wait to jump into it. So that was a good answer. Well, if you could only have five apps on your phone, what would they be? TikTok, Instagram, um, the camera app so I can make my videos, CapCut so I can edit my videos, and YouTube. And you do all the editing yourself? All of it myself, yes. CapCuts. <laughs> we're, we're recording this. You don't, you know, you know CapCut. I've, I've never heard of this. I can show you I don't know what it is. What's the best advice you've ever received? Ooh. Best advice I've ever received is, I would just say like, you know, take risks. I think that's the biggest thing. Bob Proctor, I, I, I love Bob Proctor. I'm a big fan of personal development, Bob Proctor. And he, I think it was Earl Nightingale or him, he basically said a lot of people tiptoe safely through life just to make it to death. And that really hit me, you know? So I think take risks, think big, and just go all out. Love it. That's actually a really good quote. All right, if you could never work again, how would you spend your time? Filming real estate, filming properties. Nice. That's what I do. I love it. <laughs> it's a passion. A lot of people are like, man, you ever get tired? I'm like, no, like, that's what I do. I film properties. <laughs> I go on vacation. It's to be like, hey, like, let's go film some homes. So that's, that's what I do. I would just film properties. I love meeting homeowners, touring around. Like, I just love it. That's awesome. You mentioned before, you're like, sometimes I film a, a few hundred thousand dollar home. I mean, most of what I've seen on here is like, you know, the big shit. Five million, the 10 million. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys? Oh, lately it has been. I forget this dude's name, but have you guys seen the guy on YouTube who's like Aaron something? He, he tours apartments like in Manhattan. And he's like, today I'm looking at a $200 apartment in Manhattan, and it's like a broom closet. Yeah. Whatever it is, he's the exact opposite of That's what you're cool. doing. But we yeah, should have yeah. him on here. Yeah. Well, he he says he's like, awesome. do you rent here? Like, how much do you pay in rent? That's how he starts it off with. Yeah. And he's like, oh, can I see your apartment? And sometimes it's like some smoking hot like model, and and she's like, I pay 20 grand a month in rent. <laughs> And then it's some penthouse. Yeah. And then other times it's like, I pay $340 in low income, men, you know, res, uh, uh, rent stabilized, rent controlled yeah. housing. Yeah. And it's like, like a broom closet. Yeah. And like, well, this is my bathroom, but it's also <laughs> where I watch TV. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to put my, my, my notorious question back in here. What's a mistake you continue to make over and over again? I'm terrible at operations and like the behind the scenes stuff. So I'm really good at making videos, generating leads and getting everything going. I'm terrible at responding, yeah. terrible actually like doing the in the business work rather than on the business. And I continue to make that mistake all the time. But now I just hire it out or bring on partners. But I still make the mistake. Yeah, we all do. All right. So going through, walk us through. So you're 24 years old. You had that whole thing happen with COVID. How did you stumble upon filming property? Yes. So, like I said, I was like in the industry when I was 18, I got into real estate investing. And along that whole journey, I like was making videos. So, videos go back to even when I was in high school, like skateboarding, snowboarding videos. I love filming, editing videos. I just found it cool that you can make videos. And I'm from Saskatchewan. 
So it's like a province in, in Canada. It's like super flat, very small from a small town. So I just thought it was cool that you could make videos, post it online. I was fascinated by that. So I was making those videos. And then once I got into the real estate investing side of things, I started making videos of like, you know, talking about the market, talking about deals that were happening. And at these networking events that other uh, investors were at, they would love it and they would share it around. And then next thing you know, when I had a deal, people would like message be like, hey, I'll do a video on it. And then like an apartment building and then there'd be partners. I'd be like, hey, like I would love to invest or I know someone that would love to put the money in. Yeah. So I started like being able to do those videos to really amp that up. Mm. And then I'd film the project, me and my business partner, like we'd be out there like, you know, I'd do like a tour of the building and people were like obsessed with it because not many other people in that space were doing videos. So I, that was like me doing videos there. And then when I got into uh, about to get my real estate license, I was like the after doing so much research and looking around, I was like short form videos, I think has the biggest potential. Cause at the time, 2000, September, 2021, TikTok was already massive. Mm. Right. And, um, if anything, I thought I was going to be late to it, but I knew that was the way things were going. And everyone at that time, September, 2021 was like, okay, YouTube videos are where it's at YouTube home tours or, you know, the traditional like cold calling door knocking mailers, Facebook ads and Instagram ads was huge at that time. And I was like, hey, well, I don't have any money, so I can't do the Facebook ads or Instagram ads. I do not want a cold car door knock. I used to be in car sales. Like, I've done all that, right? Like, I, I do not want to do that. And then at, the, at that time, I was like, why is nobody really, like, super capitalizing the short-form, like, home tours? Because in my market here in Calgary, like, not there was one, two people doing it, but not consistently. And then even in the States, I felt like it was always just the luxury agents that were doing it and nobody was just showing like an average places. So I got my phone when I first started, I had a bike, I didn't have a car, it was a $50 bike off Facebook marketplace. Like I was like starting from scratch. I'm like biking to go and film these properties. And I just had my phone, no gimbal, no nothing. And I went through the property and then I would do like a long form video as well, like a YouTube. So I did my YouTube video and then we do the short form. And then I would, I promised myself 60 days I'll do this for every single day. And if it doesn't work, I don't get any leads. I don't make any money. I'm going to go get a job. I'm going to quit being an agent. And filming and posting every, every day for 60 days or or just filming, posting every day. So filming, posting every single day for 60 days. So I knew I need to give it some time. And I thought 60 days is a good marker. Is it going to work? Is it not? And then two weeks into it, all of a sudden, like my TikToks are doing good. Like I'm getting like maybe a couple thousand views, one hit like 10,000. I'm so excited. No leads yet. And then my YouTube videos were like 10 views, 20 views. It was just trash. And I'm like, man, the YouTube videos take so much longer to shoot yeah. and edit where these TikToks, I'm not even giving any like attention to it. I'm literally going in there. They were so bad. You can go to the bottom of my TikTok page, you'll see them. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm like, what if I put more energy into it? So I scrapped doing YouTube, went all in on the short form. And then within the first month, that's when I started getting some leads. And I was like, hey, this is working. And then like, you know, 40 days into it, right after that first month, I had these out-of-province buyers, brother and sister, that were just like, hey, like we see your videos. We're coming up this weekend. We'd love to look at some properties with you. And they both ended up buying houses. So nice. that was like a $14,000 payday, $7,500 each home. I had no cost because I was just doing this. You know, at that point, I was able to finally go get a vehicle. And uh, you're like, as long as you like four. looking at homes on my bike. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> my bike's like yes. a mechanic shop. Do you mind yeah, if I ride with you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like hop on the back. Um, so yeah, uh, by month four, then I like month four, I closed like 13 deals in one month. 
Nice. So then it just like, it just ramped up. The videos got more views. The leads were coming in. I got out of that rut and I kept making videos though. I didn't stop. So my first year, I made 354, 55 videos-ish. I have it written down wow. somewhere. And then I closed from that 62 deals. So every 5.6 videos essentially equaled a deal. And that was the thing though, is that early on when I first started, I read uh, Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary Keller. And he talks about like the cycle of like prospecting, viewing, showing, negotiating, closing, whatever the cycle is. Yeah. And he says that the successful agents never stop each section, right. right? Unsuccessful agents, they do prospecting, then they get the lead. So they stop prospecting and they just keep going. Then when they close the deal, they're all happy, but they're like, I don't have anybody anymore in my pipeline. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to stop posting. So that's why, I mean, I missed maybe 10 days of, in a whole year, but that was because holidays, like if it's Christmas or Remembrance Day, you know, I don't want to do that. Or if I was really sick or something. But other than that, like I would reschedule appointments, like showings and be like, I'm sorry, I got to do, do, do a video. <laughs> that's how much I put that into. And was uh, it all like, tours? I went all in. All tours. That's all I do. I do home tours. I don't do any other videos. No other market updates. No, nothing. I just do home tour videos. And just... I mean, this is probably obvious, but obviously the majority of them are other people's listings. Oh, yeah. So when I first started, I like it was all of them were other people's listings. I didn't get my first listing to maybe like, well, it was like five or six months in. But yeah, it's all everyone else's listing. So home builders, a lot of them are show homes, vacant houses, like all of them are other people's uh, listings. And that was what I was able to leverage then. And it's funny because like the whole classic thing, even in the Millionaire Real Estate Agent book, you know, they talk about listings as our leverage. But personally, I hate having listings now. It's so much more work. I'm like, I got to do all this extra paperwork. I got to pay for the photos. I got to market it. Get, get someone to do some open houses at it. Yeah. And I got to do all this. And yeah, there's some leads coming in. But I can't. I could just go to someone else's listing. And they're like, hey, it's a win-win. Because they get some crazy promo. And their job's to sell it. I'm going to market for them. Give them a cool little video too. So I'm going to do that. And then get a bunch of buyer leads. Possibly sell the home. And get those buyer leads. So they can go do other stuff. Wow. So it was. Uh, it got to a point where I was like turning down. Now I have like a agents under me that I'm like giving these listings to. And where you like got a good system. But at the start, there was some I was actually rejecting listings. I'm like, I have so many buyers. And this is going like this. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want any listings. So right. yeah, it was do, leveraging other people's properties. Do these agents get upset that you're going into their listing and filming and then and then marketing it? Like, no, I get approval. I always get approval. So I text them. So you'll I text, text the listing agent, and, hey, can I can I shoot a video? Yes. I'm the guy with the hat. Absolutely. I'm gonna come into your exactly. property, shoot a killer yes. video, and it's to your benefit because I've got more followers than you. I don't mean to say yes. that egotistically, well, but so now though it's different now i get paid so i don't like if, if an agent now agents are reaching out to me and i actually charge them mm. to film same thing with builders now i got contracts with them so all the videos you see me doing then i'm getting paid for those and i'm getting <laughs> leads it's like a win-win but at the start i had no followers i'm just thinking nobody. of like some you like know? high net worth guy like in like jupiter florida he's got like a 20 million dollar pad he's like all right kiro you're my agent but you got to call that guy tyler He's got to do a video here. And you're like, no, no, dude, I'll do the video. I was like, no, no, I want that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's funny. I've, with you. I've had that happen a lot where like owners will be like, or agents will be like, hey, man, like the owner of my listing, like hit me up. He wants you to come do a video. Or like even like the times the owners will contact me. And I'm like, hey, like go contact the agent though. Because if I just show up and he's not in the loop or she, they're yeah. going to be pretty mad that you contacted me. But at yeah. the start though, 
you know, it was tough because like I didn't have the followers or the branding or anything, but like a lot of agents, like a lot of them are like, cool, like go, go right ahead. Some are forward thinking or like it's free marketing, whatever. Yeah. I would though target vacant listings. Because, you know, we have all had, we all have listings, even me right now. I got this one listing, beautiful house. There's a family of five and they got kids. And I got this, some people, and we always do like open houses or like, you know, an agent open and go do some videos. But I had a couple of agents that were like, hey, like uh, 6 p.m. tonight, I want to go do a video. I'm like, hell no. Like, are you on a Wednesday night, you know, at 6 p.m., there's a family. I'm not going to get them to leave and do something while you do your video. I'm like, and by the way, I'm going to jump time, on your master so. bed and uh, I'm going to be, yeah, exactly. I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to be in your bathtub. You could almost make it like a cooking yeah. thing. Like wearing your bathroom, time. like family dinner with yeah. these people. Yeah. You get, get them to be in the video and all that. That's a better um, but, so I want to yeah. time out real, real quick right there. So for all you agents out there who are newer in the business, right? This guy, Tyler, right? Has built a name for himself, built a business by promoting other people's listings, right? Getting paid for it. Getting paid for it now. And referring leads to his team. At no point did you say, oh, well, like you said you did 13 deals in your fifth month or something. Did I hear yeah, that? Four, it was my fourth yeah. month, I think. It was January of 2022. So I got licensed September 2021 yeah. and three or four months later. So those buyers, I should say, didn't really. Yeah. I mean, you obviously were a real estate investor before. So you had real estate knowledge. You had real yeah. estate experience. Yeah. But on the sales side, you probably didn't have a whole lot of experience under your belt. But none of those buyers mm-hmm. cared, right? Because no. they wanted to work with you because they felt like they knew you. Yeah. They knew how authentic you were. They felt like, you know, I'm sure you get this all the time. Oh, I felt like I already knew you before I actually met you. Right. Yeah. So absolutely. I just wanted to squash that real quick because there's people out there that are like, oh, well, you know, they make up stories in their head about why they can't do it. And, you know, totally. You were able to put yourself out there. And I think it, you did it in a, in a way where other people weren't doing it. If people can know, like, and trust you and just love your character and fall in love with you, what we do is not rocket science, right? So many, it's so funny because like so many people are like, Oh yeah. But like, do you know, like, what about the different types of plumbing and all these other things? I'm like, so what do you get an inspector for? You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, it's good to know some knowledge of it. But at the end of the day, I'm like, hey, let's focus more so on the bigger aspect of it. Like the yeah. property, everything's good. That'll check out and bring the professional inspector in. Even like the one agent, he was, he was getting started so scared. He's like, I don't know about mortgage rates and all these other things. I'm like, that's what a mortgage broker is for. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So for me, I like to be like, hey, I am this guy that'll make your experience awesome. Right? We'll become friends. We're going to have a great time. I'm going to help you find the best properties for the best price in all these other areas. And if you have questions that I don't know, I'll call up my inspector buddy. I'll call up my mortgage broker. I'll call up whatever person. And that's what I like to do. Because I like to, I, a lot of agents, they try to be, especially new ones, a jack of all trades, but yeah. a master of none. Where I'm like, no, I'm just going to be the showman that can find you these properties and then connect you with the right people to answer those more specific ones. Because at the end of the day, too, is like, Nowadays, everyone's shopping online. They're on Zillow. They're on Realtor.ca. They're already doing all the searching and looking at what else is for sale and all that. So they just want someone to hold their hand, have fun, drive them around and yeah. point in the right direction. That's all you got to do. Yeah. There was a, uh, a video Alex from Ozzy posted recently. He was talking about like the cycle that people go through. It's almost like the Gary Keller thing you were talking about. He's like, at yeah. first they see an opportunity and they're filled with hope and like, oh, this is going to work out. Then the second phase is that they're like, all right, well, we start seeing some of the problems that are in this industry, but they're still mostly hopeful. And then they go down and they see only the problems and then they hit the valley of despair. And that's where people stop being consistent with the activities that they're doing. And they look at the next shiny opportunity and then they go through that same cycle over and over again. Walk us through the moment where you were in the valley of despair, right? 
And what was that one walkthrough or that one event that you're like, holy shit, there's something here that brought you into where you are today? Yeah. Um, it was like the first lead I got probably like three weeks into it, maybe. And it was like the worst lead ever. <laughs> but here I was like, not sure about the video because nobody else was doing it. I was talking to other agents and like, you know, other, like there was people making videos, but nobody was doing it consistently. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was talking to the agents like, no, man, you got to do like the Instagram ads or like long form YouTube and it takes years to get it going or like door knock, cold call, join a team. I wasn't on a team. I was just me. And I was like, ah, oh, like it was getting real, it was getting close to that point. I wanted to go try other things or join a team or do something. Yeah. But I just made a promise to myself, 60 days, I'm going to do it. Like 60 days, no matter what, like I got this. And then once that first lead came in, I was like, oh my God, I was so excited. I'm like, this is going to work. Yeah. And then, like I said, like, you know, within the next couple of weeks, I had more. And then I think though that, that, uh, my first two deals I closed, like that brother and sister that contacted me and were like, we're coming down this weekend. Love your videos. We want to buy some homes. Yeah. And it was crazy because when I was showing them that, like I, then they're like, we want to write an offer. And I was like, sweet. Let me when I want to go back to my place, I'll send you guys all the paperwork. Like, I get back to my do this? place. I'm like, <laughs> where do I find this? Right? Yeah. yeah. And it's crazy because I call up the broker and she's just like, Well, you gotta log into web forms. Like that's our thing here in Alberta. I'm like, What's web form? And she's like, You wanna sign up for that? I'm like, No. And she's like, You I'm she's like, Tyler, I'm so proud of you because like we've never had a new agent have this problem where they're like, Hey, I got two homes that we're gonna put offers in, but I don't know where to access the document. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, that's a good problem to have. You know what I mean? Because the paperwork, it was, it was so easy. She just like walks me through it, gets it done, got it done within like an hour, sent it over to them. And then that's what made me, though, be like, this is working and yeah. I'm not going to stop. And like, there's highs and lows. The thing is, I still go through highs and lows. Sometimes out of nowhere, there's weeks that go by and my accounts views are down, but I just keep going. And the next thing you know, it's up. Yeah. So there has been times even shortly after that, I think it was November of that same year, it was slow. And I had a couple of deals fall through. And I was like, oh my God, I'm like, should I even post today? I'm like, I need to. Yeah. I'm not going to stop. And uh, that just really kept it going. Because I'll be honest, a lot of things in my life, I'd always start and then stop. Oh, I wish, what, what if I would have just kept doing it? Because even when I lived in Costa Rica, we would do like vlogs and like cool lifestyle videos. And I always think back, even made some TikToks and like they did good. And then I just stopped doing them. And I'm like, yeah. what if I wouldn't have stopped? You never know. So now I don't have that looking back of like, what if, right? Because I did just keep doing it. And now my life is pretty amazing compared to what it was a couple yeah. of years ago. And it's because I didn't stop. I even got that tattooed right on my hand right here. So it said, what if, I don't know where the camera is. Uh, I love that. That's pretty awesome. But I got that right there. because It's so easy to see right here, right? So it's like, I don't ever want to have to look back and be like, what if? But then I also, it's one of those things of like, you know, thinking, what if it does work out, right? What if I keep on making these videos? I always tell new agents, what if you actually sat down and stopped going from shiny object to shiny object and said, okay, 60 days, I'm going to do short form videos, right? Or 60 days, I'm going to go door knock every single day, yeah. right? Because even though I don't do those traditional ways, they still work, right? But at the end of the day, it's like- Well, it's because you know, of the consistent I, behavior, yeah. Yes, the consi exactly. And that's the thing is like, anybody can do what I do. So many people are like, because if you go to my Instagram or even send me a message, I literally help people for free for the most part. I got videos on how I edit. Like, you know, I'm at events literally showing people how I exactly do this, right? I, yeah. I don't have no, like, programs or anything like that right now. Later on, maybe. But right now, I'm just giving everyone the stuff. And they're like, aren't you worried about competition, even in your own market? And I say no, because out of 100 people, I literally can show exactly what I do 
two of them will actually do it consistently to get the results. Because if you don't do it consistent, you won't get the results I'm getting. And there's a guy, um, at a, I was in Houston speaking at an event a, couple, a month and a half ago. He took it, did exactly what I told him to, and he is crushing it. He's d- tripled his followers. He was at 1,000 followers. He's now at like 4,200 on Instagram. A lot of his videos have a few hundred thousand views. A majority of them have 10 to 15,000. He's wow. getting leads, and he's only been doing it for like a month. And he is like, Tyler, my light, like this is changing my business. And it's because he actually did it. And there's other people that have an event for the freaking week. They were like doing it. And they're like, oh, sorry, I got busy. Oh, I only did one this week. And I'm like, you know, it's not going to work. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's the thing. It's like Alex Ramosi actually today, he just posted about it. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like, it's the it, excellence doesn't come from doing something extraordinary or something like that. Stupid it comes from doing something time. so simple yeah. all the over time. Over like over in the gym, he talked about. Yeah, if you look at him now, he's like this big buff dude. But oh, I did see that post. Said, it was the picture it, of yeah, his younger was, self or whatever. Yeah, yeah, there was that one. It was just today. And then he was like, he's like, you've seen the workouts I do. It's the most boring thing, but it's because I've been doing it every day for 20 years. Yeah. Same thing like my videos. There's other agents that do the exact same videos, but it's because they don't do it all the time. Same thing like the hat. So many people are like, oh, like I don't I don't have like a branding thing like you like the hat. People and have I so many them, fucking excuses. Yeah, I, yeah. And like the thing is too, I told about the hat. The reason why the hat is so like iconic for my brand is because go to my Instagram page. You will not see me without this hat. I don't go on a showing. I don't go on a viewing. I don't come on a podcast. I don't go anywhere without the hat when I'm in this kind of setting. So yeah. I mean, when I'm going for a run or I go to the gym, I ain't wearing hats. Yeah. But that's the thing is the consistency. I don't sometimes wear the hat. I always wear the hat. Right. So that's kind of the thing with the consistency aspect of it is like, you got to go all in on these things to actually see results. Yeah. yeah. Well, so those first 60 days, you know, that, that commitment you made to yourself, I imagine that was all properties within your market, right? Because you weren't yes. traveling at that point. Right. So, you know, the other, the other lesson here or takeaway that I, I take, you know, I take from it is for newer agents, right? It's important to, to preview property. We always tell the agents on our team, sounds old school, sounds like basic, but you need to know what's going on in your market. You need to know like what a $500,000 home looks like. And that if you go to the $600,000 range, you can expect this and this in addition to that 500,000. You know what I mean? Like it's so, so important, but people are like, well, what am I going to go see a home for if I don't actually have a buyer? Mm -hmm. Right. But so, so you're sort of making it fun and turning it into a, you're, you're making the idea of previewing property fun and you that accountability with yourself, right? Yeah. I got to do 60 of these yeah. in 60 days. And on top of it all, you're, you're building a brand with other people's totally. listings. It's genius. It's great. Yeah. And I think the property preview thing is huge because here as a new agent, like you had to think like I was going to four or five properties a day filming. So I had drafts right in my folder and stuff. So you got to think I would go to all these different new communities, all these different properties. And like you're saying, I knew exactly if someone from a, a lot of people here in Alberta, there's like a bunch moving from other provinces or like states and they would come to Calgary. So I'd have these people be like, Hey, $500,000 price range. What can I get in a newer suburb? And I'm like, Hey, here's the top three suburbs. I've been to them all. This is what you can get for 400. This is 500. I put in some of my videos. I know the builders firsthand because I go and talk to the salespeople and I do the videos. I then know agents where I'm like, Hey, like, you know, I know you have this property. You have any other ones coming up? I just became this network, like also from being in real estate investing, the number one thing to network your net worth. Yep. Your net worth is your network. So I knew all the people at the home, home builder people, salespeople, all the agents, like everyone just started to know me and I knew about all these areas and properties. So that really helped me, 
you know, catapult into there because it just made it easy for people. I, and I made lists too. I like the CRM I have is like Chime. Yeah. And I'd make like lists of like the properties I toured and then I'd have them be like, hey, Northeast Calgary, new townhomes, here's all the ones and these are the ones I've seen. And people, when they get to like, when they're coming in too, they're like, hey, we want to view properties this weekend and I've videoed one of the properties and I send it to them. It's like that emotional thing. Like, this is so cool. Yeah. They're sending it to their friends. Like, oh, this is the property I'm going to be viewing this weekend. This is so cool. It's on this guy's page. So like, it has that like cool effect too. So yeah, it's, it's a wealth of knowledge too to get to know all these. I have to feel like some of these old school realtors, like these, I don't want to name names, but like 65 years old and up, I have to, like, none of them, like, are like, Tyler, what do you want to do? You want to go over there and film a video? It's my listing. Like, why are you going to, you know what I mean? Like, do you find yourself, like, explaining the process, like, if they're not familiar with you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, especially at the start, like, that's why I relied so much on builders or, like, vacant properties from, like, younger agents. Because a lot of, they more understand, right? But, like, a lot of times the older ones wouldn't fully understand and, once I would get on the, they either wouldn't respond or be like, no. But like, once I got on the phone, it was funny because like, they weren't like, oh, you're going to use my listing to then market yourself. Like, they didn't care about that. There was more so like, what's the kicker? Why are you doing this for free? And I was like, because like, I just want to like promote it and then I get views and I can get leads from it. They're like, well, then sure. Why not? <laughs> the property's sitting there. And then what I would also do, so this is actually a good piece of advice for agents that are starting up. Now I have leverage. I'm following all the views, all that stuff. When I first started too, I would tell the agents like, hey, you know what? I want to come in there, do this video. I want to put it on my social media. I'll make sure I tag you, feature you, all that stuff. So people know it's your listing. I'm not trying to say, hey, it's my listing at all. But on top of that, I'll do the home tour video, but without me in it mm. and send that to you. So you can post it on yours and then you have a free video. So I do one with me in it that like you see on my pages and I do one without me. And then some of them are like, wow, like Tyler, like I'd pay $500 for a videographer to shoot this. And I just did it for free. And then I marketed it for them too. But having said that, oh, like the majority of agents, like now it's a little easier because people are like understanding it more and stuff. But when I first started, a lot of them were like, screw off. No, don't do that. Like yelling, literally call and just yell at me like, no, what are you trying to do that? I'm like, okay, simple no would have been just fine. But okay, you know? And I, so you go through that. But I mean, all you got to do is find like, you know, there was even in one instance where there was a broker who a brokerage they were at. It was early on and he was he was a listing agent at one of them and the broker. And he's like, Hey, this is actually awesome and then he let his whole office know about it. And next thing you know, the whole office, like everyone with their listing is like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I found like a few it's kinda like when you find one client and they refer another and another and yeah. another. Same thing happened with making videos. Or I'd find one home builder and then they're like, Well, we actually have thirty show homes throughout the city. I'd find one agent that's like, hey, I got like 15 listings. You know, which ones do you want to get into? Yeah. So, you know, you got to just keep on going, but you find that good group or even at your team or your brokerage, whatever that may be, you can get lucky with that. But yeah, you're going to get told no. I mean, of course. <laughs> Are you ever, I mean, I've seen some of your, your reels and your videos and your tours, but I can't say I've seen a lot of them. Are you always positive? I mean, like if, if you're going into a home where that's got like a super awkward layout or if they've got crazy choices or it's super unique are you giving your own feedback or are you sort of just being super positive it's always positive but i i shine light on that kind of stuff so like for instance um if a home like it like here in i i don't know where like in texas nobody has basements there but like here basements are every house has a basement so a lot of these newer homes i'm doing the basements are unfinished so they have the basement but there's no drywall there's no nothing and then you got to do that later mm. just to cut costs and all that stuff 
So I will be like, hey, and down below is the unfinished basement. You know what I mean? So I talk about it. Or there's even like a condo I did, and uh, it was super close. It's really popular street in Calgary, cheap condo. And when I went inside, I'm, I wasn't like, oh, look at how beautiful this is. I was like, hey, this is a prime location and a great price and absolutely could use some money. But I mean, look at the bright side. And then I talk about the bright side, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like honest, but I'm never going to go into a property and be like, okay, this thing is not worth the money. Yeah. This sucks. And there are properties though that I – you know, when I first started, I would hand select the ones I want to do and then reach out to the agent. Where now I get a lot of people reaching out. Hey, would you, can you film this? Can you do this, this thing? And there are times where I would reject it and be like, hey, sorry, like, you know, I'm busy. <laughs> I just want to do that one, it. That one's a you know, dog. Maybe, yeah, I, that's literally it. I'm like, honestly, I don't see the value. Or if it's like way too plain, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like when I was beginning, when I was starting out, I would do any property. I don't care. Yeah. But now, I mean, I've done some crazy properties and some really cool cheap properties but at the end of the day you know you always want to be honest because you don't want to be seen on social as like you know you like the amount of times agents do this all the time and they'll go into like a normal condo like just a normal plain jane condo and they're like check out this luxury living condo chef's kitchen really yeah everything's a chef's i don't even know what a chef's kitchen everybody has a chef's kitchen exactly so i think it gets to the point of like you know, don't overhype things. Just be honest. That's why people like my tours is like, you know, I don't really like ever like hide anything. You know, I'm not ever trying to like do anything like that. But yeah, I'd never want to like bash a property. Yeah. So you've done a good amount of uh, walkthroughs. Can you walk us through one of your craziest experiences? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would say uh, probably the craziest experience was like, uh, like filming properties in Los Angeles. Like those properties out there, I've done some crazy ones. I just get to meet like really cool people. Sometimes the agents are like, you know, like basically famous somewhat, bunch of followers. And like, they always have the Lambos, the Ferraris, these houses are insane. They're like, oh yeah, like Michael Bay lives down the street. Like this celebrity's over here. And I'm just like, whoa. So those are really cool. I got to film a house in uh, Bel Air that uh, hosted like Grammy after parties with a bunch wow. of celebrities. So like those ones are always cool because coming from like Saskatchewan where I'm from, it's like the furthest thing from that. Yeah. So that is like some of the most exciting stuff. But yeah, I'd actually, I'd probably say that. And I've filmed, I've filmed some really cool places. I'd say those ones because it has like that really cool effect to it. Yeah. I'm really yeah. impressed because of the mindset shift that you go from, from like, you know, the investment side of it not working out. And then all of a sudden saying, you know what, I'm going to do this, but you do it in a way that's so bold that puts you in the most yeah. vulnerable position where everybody's just like, oh, wait, wasn't he just investing in real yeah. estate? Like, why is he like walking around in houses now? Well, I was going to say you you did yes. the exact opposite. Most, most people want to be an investor, but they become an yeah. agent first to sort of learn the business, get some cash flow, and then take that cash flow and become an investor, right? And, and some yeah. successful realtors have turned into investors, but you went the opposite. But I think you were always a creative from the beginning. Yes. I mean, your and, your personality yeah. and your energy and your enthusiasm. As I was asking that question before about these old school realtors, like I can picture you like charming like an older realtor and being like, oh yeah, this does make sense. Like this, this TikTok thing. <laughs> yes. This guy yeah, gonna yeah. go over there with the TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Hey honey, you want us to walk in with the TikTok? Is that okay? <laughs> I got I got the TikTok guy on the phone. <laughs> he wants to be in our bathtub. Oh, yes. Do we, what the, yes. Oh my God, John, tell the story to Tyler about the lady when you asked her about the photography scheduling. Oh. But say it in a quick fashion. All right, so. I thought Tyler was the, t- the storyteller. I know, but you have to tell, he'll laugh. It's All right. So a few years ago, I'm at the kitchen table with this seller. She had just signed the listing agreement. It's her and her sister. 
and we're going through all the next steps. She says, all right, well, what's next? And I said, all right, so next week I'm going to send out the photographer. He's going to take uh, the pictures. And she goes, okay, well, what day? I said, uh, all right, how's Tuesday look? I said, okay, perfect. He's going to come out on Tuesday. He's super professional. I've used him for years. I can really, really trust him. He's going to take some really great photos. And she goes, okay. And I can see her getting nervous and worried. And then I'm like, she's, you know, starting to get a little flustered. And finally she says to me, I'm like, is everything okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm good with this photographer, but I, I just wouldn't have anything to wear. And her sister hits what? her sister hits her and she's like, you idiot. He's photographing the house. And she's like, oh, well, all my stuff is packed up already. And we just had a good laugh because like I'm just mentally my mind went to a place where it was like she's leaning in front of the fireplace. And, like, oh and here, here is the dishwasher and this is the, the basement. So. We I had, wish I wish you would have been like, hey, don't worry about it. I'll help you pick out an outfit. And yeah. then just like, let the camera guy show up to be like, okay, Super what, confused. what does she think is going to be happening? I wanted to make like that a calendar shoot of her. I'll never forget. Yeah, she was wearing a t-shirt that says like, Jesus saved my life or something. <laughs> the whole thing was a wild day, but. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That is freaking awesome. Your Bel Air story that was a hell awesome. of a lot better though. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's awesome. It, I think, you know, the whole thing's just your spin on it is is super unique and the fact that it costs you nothing right like and yeah. you're, you're not using any fancy cameras i mean there's teams out there there's in, there's real estate professionals out there who are like well you know we hired our videographer last year and you know we pay him x y and z and he follows me around all day and like you're doing all this stuff yourself i mean that again i was giving examples in the beginning of the episode of for agents who are new in the business who have all these excuses of well i don't have a hat or i don't have this marketing thing or what's my brand and and then that's another thing right there it's like you know this costs you nothing yeah tyler what would you say totally. is more important quality or quantity of content that's being created yes at the start quantity over quality and then you got to shift into the quality so what i mean by that is like so when i first started I, I would analyze it. It's not like, cause like, here's the issue is that like, there's a lot to it when I'm talking about this. Like when I say I posted every day for 60 days, I wasn't like, okay, I'm going to post. Yeah. Post whatever. Okay. I posted. No, every day I'm like, I'd watch like, cause at the time it was mostly just LA or Miami agents doing like, you know, those crazy big properties. So I'd watch their videos and be like, Hey, you know, what can I do to make mine even closer to what theirs looks like? Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, my music was too loud or there's too much tech or this wasn't as clean. So every day that I posted, I would try and improve it. And then over time it got better. Mm -hmm. So the thing is though, is that for agents starting out, you need to like, that's the best way you're going to get there. It's like the failing forward whole thing, right? So you'll get better on camera talking the more you do it, yeah. right? Even me, if you watch my first videos, I was like the way I talk on those versus now you can see the progression to where I am today. And that happened because I did it so much. So then as you get going though, then you can focus more on quality. But the big thing is agents, you know, they, they like to like go and like, like you said, hire a videographer, do this crazy high production thing and then they post it and get like a hundred views, yeah. not even, right? It's like, I, you know, it, it, that, that's pointless. Why not try to build the audience by just posting consistent content and then you can maybe go into that stuff. But even now, the reason why I still just use my phone, I can hire a video crew. I got, I got young videographers that are like, hey, I'll do this for free as long as you put like that. It's filmed by me. They're going to get great promo yeah. and I still just do it on my phone all on my own because another thing too is the phones are very good quality but I'll also there's that perception where if things are too high end or too high quality, people think it's an ad. They think they're being sold to. 
right? That's why people, especially for short form content, a phone, just a quick little like, hey, you're with me, right? It's like, come check this out. People really like that. And that's why I stick to that. But at the start, quantity over quality, but improves that you can do both now, quality and quantity. I'm kind of mixing that both together. Because even now, actually, like if you watch my videos, there's stuff that isn't perfect, things that get messed up. But at the end of the day, it's short form content. People like that. People don't like polished you know, two polished things aren't good for short form in my mind. Yeah, no, I would agree. The, the biggest struggle for us was, uh, well, right now specifically, is the YouTube part of it takes forever to yeah. blow up. And, but there's like, we come from a background where it was so sales focused, it was not marketing focused. Now, not to get it misconstrued, real estate a, is a commodity, right? People in sales will make a lot of money, but people in marketing will dominate because they can cast a wider net, right? So we were born into a sales mindset and we trained with sales coaches for years. So our focus was always like, okay, how can we duplicate this? What do we need to do to make the same action happen over and over again? How many numbers do we need to call to get the result we want? So when it came to YouTube and creating the contents that we're, you know, we're doing now, we were like, what's the measurements? Like, what do we need to do to actually replicate it over and over again? And we were realizing you never really know. You just have to test out like a bunch of different yeah. shit. It could be a, a song that you put into the background. It could be the captions that you had on there that caught somebody's eye. It could be the time of day that you posted it or really just like the tags that you use on YouTube that makes it hit. Any tips and tricks that you could share with someone who's in that phase of creating content, but they're like, it hasn't hit yet. Yes. R&D, rip off and duplicate. Find someone that's successful at exactly what you're doing. Do the same thing they're doing, the same same song, same cut, same everything with your own twist on it though. Mm-hmm. So you aren't literally, cause there's people that like, I, I tell people everything. that. And people, <laughs> yeah, literally there's people that will get the hat and they're using the same songs, the same wordplay I do. I'm like, then people though are commenting like, oh, you're like, you're just trying to be yada yada. And then it backfires obviously. Cause you need to be in your own lane. But at the same time, like there, that one guy that was, was at that event I was at a month, uh, month and a half ago speaking, he's crushing it. If you watch his videos, you're like, yeah, that's the same style very similar but it's also so different because it's him you know what i mean yeah so and he does these little things that he like he a different color text different style of text you know the music's a little different but the whole concept's the same so that's the thing is you want to like find what's working because even me if you watch my videos a month ago or two months ago they're different text different captions different style than they are now mm. because everything's always evolving so even me, I'll find like there's some agents that all of a sudden they're blowing up, getting all these views and they're trying something different. I'm going to then try that with my own twist on it and keep on getting better and be more creative and see what's going with the trends and not get stuck in that thing of like, well, this is what I want to do. So I'm going to do it because there's a lot of agents where they're just like, oh yeah, like the home tours are like cool and stuff. But like, I think I'm going to stick to doing like my skits because I love doing that. I'm like, but are you getting leads? They're like, no. And I'm like, yeah, a lot of the followers that are probably other realtors, not clients, because you're making fun of clients on it, yeah. right? And then next thing you know, uh, I'm like, they'll post a home tour and it'll do great. And they'll get some leads or they'll do a market update and it'll be great. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, but I'm going to do some more of these other skits. And they're like, they why am I not it. getting followers? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, you've got to focus on like what people want. So even me, every month, right? I'll look at my videos. I used to be weekly when I had so much time as a new agent. But now it's about every month. I'll look at my content and be like, hey, and I'll track it all because uh, I'm obsessed with this. And I'll be like, what videos did the best and why did they do the best? Was it because the property was insane or was it because of the cuts? And that's when I find out like some of my most viewed videos are like 
these super affordable $100,000, $200,000 condos, right? And then I'd, sometimes I get these mansions that are the most viewed. And then I'm like, do you know what? The text was better on this one. This one, I, did, I talked less. This one, I talked more. So then I can find what's working, and then I do more of those. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is that a lot of agents, they just want to do what they want to do and not actually listen to their audience and be like, hey, this video got lots of views, so why not do more of that? Um, and I think it's also having the direction of what's your end goal. So my goal was to um, generate leads. Yeah. So I, saw, I thought the majority of people, after researching the crap out of this, buyers in their whole journey spend the most time in any process looking at the properties on Realtor.ca and Zillow, right? Yep. We all do it, right? If you're going to be looking at properties, yeah. they're, they're on their phone, they're at work, before bed, they're sending Facebook. Even people who don't want to buy spouse. I know looking, they're looking yeah. at even that, people right? who so just bought. Was, yes, they're like, "Fuck! I should absolutely. have bought that one." Yes, even me. I'm all, I, not even just a tour. I'm like, I want to look at some houses. So that was why I'm like, why don't I just do that though? But on social media, mm. because all these other agents, they kept on, and there's it, it, there's not wrong with it, but it's not nearly as powerful. The reason why, because I tested it, is a lot of agents they'll go on educational things, and they're always like, "Here's the top three home buying tips," and you, it's good to mix those in with home tours. Yes, but if that's your only content. There's going to be some guy like me that comes in, these short, sexy, fun videos showing houses, and then they're, they're going to be like, hey, thanks for those educational videos, but this is way more exciting, and this is the home yeah. I want to see. Yeah. They hit them up, they hit me up, and they're like, wow, this guy will actually meet me at the property and show <laughs> me it. That's so cool. So if you are an agent that's only doing educational, keep doing it because it is good content. I'm not saying it's bad, but mix in the home tours because home tours, community tours, educational, and then I'd say like skits yeah. or like funny things. Those are kind of the top four. I might be missing some, but like those are the top four, I think, yeah. um, are the best when it comes down to doing that. And I think a lot of agents, they they get uh, some like just don't really understand it where there was some that, that a lot of them follow. Everyone, every agent, I feel like follows broke agent. That's my favorite page. It's so funny, right? Yeah. But it's funny because I'm a real estate agent and there's some beginner agents that like make videos like them. Yeah. And I'm, they're like, oh, when you're violently hung over at an open house. And I'm like, do you think someone's going to want to list yeah. their house with you after seeing that video? Yeah, no. And they're like, oh, but like other agents are doing that. I'm like, yeah, but those agents are doing that for other purposes to gain more agent following, yeah. you know, or to build in their downline or they're doing something. They're not get, trying to get clients from those types of videos. So that's why my videos are focused solely on like generating leads. And it's also because I'm passionate about it too. Like I don't do uh, market updates. I think it's a great thing you could do, but I just, that bores me. I don't even like doing it. I just spent five years as an investor doing all that. I don't want to do that no more. I think so. it's funny that like about the people who just put out the educational stuff. Well, it's, and then I and literally then was telling him this literally <laughs> earlier today. Steve, thanks for the thanks for letting me know why the lead paint form is in, is important. But we're working with Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've, I've literally had uh, people like reach out to me like that, and like that's why it's good to mix it in. At the end of the day, I'm like. People go on social media to be entertained, yes. right? The, 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 peop, the amount of people that want to be entertained, like from home tours or like looking at properties is like like hundreds. Yeah. Like, let's just say like a yeah. hundred. And then you, the people that actually want to watch like a three-minute video talking about the three mistakes you don't want to make and stick around for the last one, those ones are probably like five people, right? I just so made that video day, this morning, so I'm going to leave yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But it works. It's good to have because then people can get it. They, this is why it's good to mix it because then they get attracted to like, yeah. wow, that home tour was super awesome. They go to your page and then they're like, 
they are then wanting to watch your video about the top three things or mistakes to make that home buyers make or whatever because yeah. then they're already like sold on you and they like it. So it's good to like make home tour videos to like get far out there and get lots of views and drag people in. And then you can then hit them with the content that's not going to be say viral. But another thing too is like even me, like the, the home tours I do that are like $10 million home or the Bel Air homes. I'm not looking to sell that or get leads from that. I do that because then that builds my account and the more people see it and they go to yeah, my page. And like even for instance, I just did a, home here in Alberta that has an airport at it, like an airstrip. It's mm-hmm. insane. And that hit millions of views within a few days. And I got tons of followers, tons of shares, tons of features, and not a single lead from it. But what I did, like from that, wanting to view that property, but I had multiple, multiple messages. Hey, Tyler, saw that airport video. That's so crazy. We're actually looking at homes in Calgary. Like, can you help us find like properties? So that's what I do, right? Yeah. So if you're making that educational content, still find some sexy, like, content that can really get out there to kind of drag people to your profile and then you can hit them with that other content because like even some of the home tours i do it's like a a normal home here in calgary it gets less views but like you look at the shares on it or the people that are messaging you hey i want to view it hey i want to put an offer and like they're more serious about that yeah it's less views but like people they like it but if i only did boring properties then it would just be like if you're doing educational content, not really growing, right? So it's yeah. good to mix the content. But, but your ego's got to has has got to have grown a little bit now, right? Like when people call you and they're like, "Tyler, will you you will you tour this three hundred thousand dollar house?" I'm sure you're probably like, "Nah," right? <laughs> a little bit. What's the minimum now? Bit. So the it it all depends because like it depends on the property. If I can put a unique spin on it, hell yeah! Like I was in there's this place that's like an hour away from where I live. And then uh, the lady's like, hey, like, here's like these houses. It's a really big house and it's like really nice big house. And so we settled on a fee. And then once I got there, I was like, I was like, hey, like, we just got to talk. And we had coffee before we went and filmed it. And then all of a sudden she's like, yeah, I also have like a bunch of other listings and like this one new build home that's only 400, that's like 400,000. I'm like, what? Like $400,000 for like, she showed me the photo I'm like, for that. I'm like, that's here. It's, I'm like, that's cheap. I'm like, that'll do better than the big home. She had, she's like, are you serious? So we went out and filmed that and it got way more views than the mansion because people were like going crazy over the price. Yeah. And then she also had a $100,000 condo that was like also really like for value was insane. And I was like, can I film that one too? Like I'll just do it for like, I'll include it in the package or whatever. I'm like, I want to film that. Um, but there are times now, yeah, where I'm like, you know, I, cause it's, it's a time thing too. You know what I mean? And like some agents too, they're like, they're like, Oh yeah, can you come film this? I'm like, Hey, like, you know, it's so like, here's the fee. And they're like, Oh, I got to pay for this. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm shooting the property and also going to get you hundreds of thousands of views on your property. Yeah. yeah. And I have to travel here, and, the, and, and stay there. I yeah. know. And yeah. then yeah, the, meanwhile, they'll pay $1,500 to get like a videographer in there with drone shots. And then they post and get 30 views and they're like, no problem paying for that. So, yeah. you know, I would say that's like where I come in and I'm like, not happening. Just, just in closing, I, I walked us through about like your process. So you get to a new property, you, yes. you're going there to shoot. Do you walk through it once like on your own? You're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to start here. I'm going to walk this way. I'm going to start here. I'm going to end here. I'm going to say this or is it all really natural? Yeah. So what I do is before I get to the property, I like to plan it out. So I like to be like, Hey, here's the floor plan. Cause when I walk in, it's all one take going through the whole property. So I like to pre-plan. Okay. I'm going to walk into the kitchen. Then after the kitchen, I'll walk through the dining. I'll go into the living room. Then I'm going to go upstairs. So I pre-plan that. And then I pre-plan what I'm going to say at the beginning of the video out front of the property. So if it's like a, $500,000 home and then I'll be like, hey, the first shot out front, I'm going to do selfie with my camera 
with my phone and be like, hey, this is what 500,000 gets you in Calgary, Alberta, or whatever I want to say about the property. And then I'll be like, hey, then I'm going to walk in, like I said, kitchen, boom, boom, boom. I kind of pre-map it out. And then when I get to the property, I'm going to like turn all the lights as I'm walking. I'm like, hey, this looks good. This looks good. And then I just film. So now me going to standard property, I'm in and out like the interior, five, 10 minutes, depending um, how many lights. And, you know, sometimes like you get some that are really interesting floor plans and I got to like, you know, work my way around it. But five, 10 minutes inside, usually five, 10 minutes outside, so maybe 25, 30 minutes at a property. I'm in and out and then 10, 15 minutes to edit it. So maybe 45 minutes, I got a video posted, shot, posted. So it's like really quick, really efficient. But for those that are just starting, it is going to take you longer. But the more you do it, the easier it gets where, you know, now I've done like 500, 600 videos or something. So now I'm like quick. It's like second nature. Uh, But when I first started, it'd probably be about maybe 15, 20 minutes to shoot and like, exterior would be 10 minutes that's maybe 30 minutes to shoot and then maybe half hour to edit like you know the text finding the music where now it's like a lot more efficient one of the biggest takeaways i think i got from this episode it's been fantastic is there's so many different forms of content you can niche down in but the one that you are the most passionate about is the one that you should make your focal point and then everything else you should mix in yeah because like when we were talking about it what would you do if you weren't getting paid for it you said doing exactly what you're doing right yeah. So that's yeah. being passionate about it. And our coach, one of our head coaches, Mike Ferry, he would always say, the most skilled, but the one that lacks enthusiasm will fail in comparison to the person that's not skilled with all the enthusiasm. So whatever you lack for in skill, make up for with enthusiasm and you'll win all the time. And you do so, that 100%, yes. man. So, well, you the enthusiasm, you can feel it, like in the energy. So that's that's pretty wicked. And being able to do that through the camera, I'm assuming that comes with practice and repetition, right? And just getting comfortable yeah. with it over and over again. So that's amazing. And thank you so much for being, you know, willing to share this all this has been awesome and ironically by the way from your videos right this is pretty cool like how you are in person how you are in your videos in preparation we the goal is to try to create a title before we even shoot the episode to get an idea of the content the title is how a walkthrough changed his life real estate marketing made fun and then that's like literally because of what we see on your content that's exactly what came through with it and that's how you are so that's pretty incredible yeah Thank Love you so that. much for being on. What's the best way for someone to reach out if they want to collaborate or connect? Instagram, at Tyler Hassman. Very simple. Make sure it's my actual account. It's like 55,000 followers on there. Scroll down, you'll see videos posted like for the past years. Uh, because in Canada, we don't have the verification thing yet. And I'm not famous here yet to get it. So sooner or later, I'll be verified. So watch out for fake accounts. I could totally log in over here in Jersey and get it. <laughs> yeah, we can help you. Yeah, I know. That's what I was also thinking. I'm like, Is that possible? Am I not? I don't know. I've always wondered that. And I'm like, can I just change that? Like, instead of just hop over real quick, like I'm always there. I know. So I'm just like patiently waiting. I'm sick and tired. The next time you do a tour in Bel Air, you should check that out. That's actually a good point. I know. (laughs) Do you lose that badge as soon as you travel outside the country? Who knows? Imagine. It's like as soon as, as soon as it's GPS. Yeah. Like border. It's like, mm, it's like you're worthless peasant. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. This has been awesome. Thank you so much, Tyler. Thank you. We really appreciate your time. We'd love to have you back. Actually, we do another series, uh, lighted up webinars, um, where that's actually a great idea. It's more interactive. Like this is pretty interactive, but we, you know, we can bring our community in front of you, and then people can actually ask questions. um, Yeah. And yeah, so we'll we'll reach out to set that up.